Have you ever hiked through the woods in the dark? Where I live, we have these beautiful mountains, and the only way to get to see, especially some of the sunrises, is that you have to hike through the woods in the dark. And some of these places, it's quite a hike. It's worth it, but if you've ever hiked through the woods in the dark, it's kind of creepy. All of the sounds are bigger. The shadows and the things that move, if it's just a tree, it looks like a monster. I'm not sure why anyone who is of sane mind would want to walk through the woods in the dark just because. But for a sunrise, especially some of the sunrises that you get to see in the mountains, th that's worth it. When the sun starts to come up and you see those hues of pink and purple and the pigments of red and orange and yellow, it's just awesome. And to think that that sunrise is never going to be duplicated exactly like that again. That God does that every single day. Even if we're not there to see it. And yes, even behind the clouds. God working behind the veil of what seems to be a dark world just so happens to be an M.O. of his. In fact, God continues to do a lot of his great work, even when it seems like he's not doing anything at all. I've talked to countless people who are not only saying that it seems like everything is getting worse and it's impossible to find joy in a world like this, but they also say, why, why isn't that we can't just see a little bit more? Why can't God tell us what he's doing or show us that he's doing anything at all? Well, I understand that. I have my moments when I think the very same thing. But that's where faith steps in. There would be no need for faith if we could see, for faith is the assurance of the things that we hope for, the things that are unseen. And also, it's important to note that we have already witnessed God doing some pretty incredible things when it looked like the world was winning and that darkness would overtake everything. I mean, think about it. Jesus, God's son, is born and there's no room for him in the inn and he's laid in a trough. Jesus, rejected by his own people, his own hometown tries to stone him. He's captured, the eternal son of God, captured, brutally beaten. Most people don't survive it. Flogged and then crucified. As darkness fell over the earth that Friday long ago, it seemed like darkness was winning and that anything that was good was lost. But in that bloodstained cross and proven in the empty tomb, all that seemed to be lost was actually won. For behind the veil of darkness, God proved that he does not just some of his work, but he does, yes, even his greatest work. So why would it be any different now? When you look at the world around you and all you can see is the darkness and closing around you, it seems like it's a long and arduous hike until you can finally see dawn and get a breath of fresh air. Remember, God is working. He's not sleeping. He's not taking a break. He doesn't snooze or punch a clock and then he'll be back later after lunchtime. God is always working. Not just sometimes through the dark, but especially in the dark. Haven't we seen that when God did his greatest work of giving us peace that lasts forever? A joy that is cemented in eternity and forgiveness, not just among one another for a time, 
but forgiveness from God as part of his family forever. There are some clear examples even today of how God does that. Take the example from the Apostle Paul as he's writing to the Philippians. Now I want you to know, brothers and sisters, that what has happened to me has really served to advance the gospel. As a result, it has become clear throughout the whole palace guard and to everyone else that I am in chains for Christ. Because of my chains, most of the brothers and sisters in the Lord have been encouraged to speak the word of God more courageously and fearlessly. God didn't leave Paul alone in the darkness of that dungeon, so to speak. No, he actually was working through that to reach people who were in the palace guard and many others who would know that Paul was in prison for Christ. And it didn't cause absolutely everyone to throw in the towel. It actually bestowed a courage and a fearlessness that people otherwise wouldn't have had. God works through that, yes, even in the darkness, to give people a peace so that this good news of Jesus Christ would spread to more and more people that others who are just left to this world would not just be left to it, but would have joy, yes, a joy, even in a broken world. God has given the same for you. God has not left you alone or told you that he will see you on the other side. Good luck. No, instead, he promises to be with you. And he's even given you clear evidence that he's working even now. Consider all of the people over the last however many years who have been reached and encouraged, especially because they're stuck in a dark place. Even what we're doing right now is proof that God is working through, yes, even the veil of darkness to share the message of joy and peace and grace with people who, especially those who might not otherwise have it. God has not left us alone and it might seem like it's a long hike, but I take a cue from one of my good friends. He just went through an incredible financial struggle. The carpet was pulled out from underneath him. We're not talking just a, a few figures. We're talking like five, six figures. You know what he said? If we're not made for hardships, we're not made of much. This is a brother in Christ who gave me a wonderful example, and it's a great example for you too. That in the hardships, in the moments, God is working through them. In a lot of ways, we don't understand, and we won't until God brings us home to heaven. But right now, what we do know is that he's shaping us and strengthening us. He's preparing us and honing us. So even when we face the brokenness of this world, we can find joy in the fact that God has purpose for each of us to strengthen us. So the hike is long and it seems like it's uphill. And every day it seems like dawn will never come. But what God promises you through his son, our savior, is that the eternal dawn will one day come. And until then, our future looks only bright. Hey, hey, it's Pastor Mike. Are you aware of the incredible amount of resources that are waiting to help you grow in your faith? We here at Time of Grace have produced a weekly TV program, daily written devotions, video devotions, podcasts, more podcasts, even more podcasts. There's blogs, other blogs, even more blogs. We've written books, big books, small books, all kinds of books because we want to help you as best we can to stay connected to this glorious God that we worship together. 
If you're interested in learning more, just go to timeofgrace.org to sign up for our daily email.